And with that, we'd like to close today. No, it's not my fucking... <laughs> I did just write Show to Island, and I, was, I couldn't fall asleep, and I was like, I gotta remember, like, I want to talk to them about it, not, like, just... Talk that. to them about what, bro? A movie that everyone has seen? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was fucking tired. Has everyone seen it? That seems pretty absolute. It's not a fucking niche thing. I've never seen it. Yeah. So how are you going to talk about it? I was just curious if you've ever seen it. How you going to be about it? Give me a mic check over there, champion. Mic check. <laughs> Ready to go. We're hot, guys. We're yeah, hot been guys. for some time now. It's important yeah. to see. Well, I mean, it's the lights. The delays. <clears throat> How are we gonna start this? Um. Oh, thank you. We do need to sync. That is important, and I didn't do that at all last time. You don't know why we do that, do you? Yeah, so you can line everything up. It's like the the sound. The tape. We need one of those. Yeah. All right, so... And, and an on-air button for upstairs. We're going to do a welcome? No, that's just whack. Why? Y'all do it, and I'll sit here like... <laughs> <laughs> Look at these fucking assholes. <laughs> fucking losers. Well, then we're going to talk about what today? What are we talking about today? Well, we... Oh, what just popped up on the iPad? Is that... Your iPad can't be backed up. Mm. Are you cheap down and get the upgraded iCloud? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck would I get the... On a $5,000 iPad? This is a cheap one, man. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about what today? Hmm. This is going well. <laughs> oh, you really want me to? We're going to talk about insane asylums today. Are they still called that? They should be. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you responded to that, I'm a little concerned about how much we're going to really you gotta, discuss on this topic. You guys got to read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to bring him in? Let me start with a question. Push this over okay. for you. Let me start with a question. Have you guys each? <laughs> I almost spit out my drink. Oh, fucking man. asshole. Alright. I saw it. it Alright, so so okay. So we have been discussing what we wanna do as far as topics for the show and trying to figure out where we're going to land with what the show is going to be. What is it going to turn into? <laughs> Are we going to do guests? We've, you know, we've done, a, we've had a lot of different ideas and ultimately it's like, let's move forward with dialogue and let's just dive in. Yeah. And you had suggested asylums. Yeah. As a topic. And, and the other one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to be serious. <laughs> I just feel like you're fucking picking on me. I'm glad <laughs> I was trying to get through that. <laughs> you couldn't even say the straight first because you know you're being a fucking asshole. It's insane. The and other... You were two things. You stupid motherfucker. <laughs> the other topic... <laughs> uh. The other topic... Brad, you want to The other topic was aliens. Yes. <laughs> wow, we like, we're going far with this. The yeah. uh, the ones from outer space, not the ones from Central America. So, 
Just Central America? We, yeah, Actually, most of them. If you read my notes, at that <laughs> it elaborated. <laughs> no, it didn't really say anything. How do you know that? If you thought of it, was my spaces was having the joke on you. <laughs> All right, so we landed on asylums. What? There must be something. Well, we, didn't, we didn't land on asylums. Well, asylums I mean, on us. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 what? is it that drew you to that topic since, since genuinely jokes aside what like what was it that you were like oh yeah i want to do this topic do you have a personal relationship is there something specifically that intrigues you about it what is <laughs> it's it like you um well i don't know it, this we talked about how we were talking about topics for the podcast and the idea for even starting a podcast because these days everyone's like hey we should start a podcast you should start a podcast he should start she should but a little while back, Brad had mentioned to me what I thought was a great idea for a podcast that everybody has a story and, and, and literally anybody walk up to a person, talk to them, anybody, and everything's interesting. Even if it's about nothing, it'd still be interesting. Like, you know, how the fuck do you do nothing all the time? You know? Right. Elaborate on that. But so, so when then as we, you know, we started putting this thing together and Brad said, yo, we should all come up with a list of ideas for topics. And I was, and I was struggling to come up with the top, and I was like, man, I got to think of, like, what about me would be interesting? And so, when I was 14 years old, my parents, I, I don't know, I was beefing my parents and stuff. Long story short, I ended up in a, in a psychiatric ward, actually, two of them. And I was put there, like, cops took me there, and I, like, my parents couldn't get me out if I wanted to get out type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was, I was there, ordered by the court to be there. I was there for like, I think like four months in the main one. And I just was like, yo, that part, because it was wild as fuck. That whole story is wild as fuck. And so I thought, so that's what gave me the idea for the topic of asylums. So I've known you for over a decade. Mm -hmm. And I don't know really anything about that specific period. Um, I have a, what is probably a fairly typical... Uh, sort of, I guess, idea of what either a ward or an asylum, all of those things kind of fall into the same pocket of like whatever Hollywood's kind of yeah. fed me. Um, I'd be interested to whatever extent that you're willing to, to talk about that, especially as an adolescence. Like at that stage in your life, you're your brain isn't developed all the way. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many things about that, that your mind at that time anyways, <clears throat> that are abnormal, that are developing, that are changing. So what, what was your experience, especially for an extended period of time, four months at, you said 14 or 15? 14. At 14, what, four months? I mean, you're talking about like 3% of your life in that, you yeah. know, at that point of your life. Yeah. What was that like? Well, I, I mean, obviously it fucking sucked, but it's like I started at the beginning. So me and my parents have been beefing for a long time. You know, I was, I was involved with the wrong shit, blah, 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 whatever. That's neither here nor there. It finally came to a breaking point where my mom had to call the police on me that came to my parents' house. They arrested me and my parents said they want to put a psychiatric hold on me. Okay. Like we went from the ma magistrate. I can't believe I'm fucking telling the story. We went, I've never told this story ever. But, again, 
So we went from the magistrate and my parents, you know, filled paperwork, whatever the fuck it is, and signed, signed, put the, signed it. And then we had to go sit and wait. Like we waited in front of the police station for the police to escort me to the psychiatric ward. While we were sitting there, it was like, a, like you know, everything with courts and shit takes fucking forever. So we were sitting there for like, like hours. I don't remember the exact time, two, three hours. And the whole time trying to, you know, persuade my parents to change their mind. The entire time. I'm like, yo, uh, do this, or that, the other. I'm, you know, I'm fucking, I'll go to Bible school. Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Become a priest. I'll do whatever. I'll tell them anything to not go through what I'm about to have to go through. And my, my mom's like, no, this has to happen. And she was right. Like, I wore my parents down so fucking much. It's not their fault. It's my fault. But my dad, I finally made a break. And he was like, you know, he's right. Let's take him home. We'll try this. So I go to the magistrate and they tell her we're taking him home. And I don't really remember what the magistrate said, but they let, they let my parents take me. And so we went home, and they're like, yo, this is your last chance. But I was like, about 30 minutes in the car, trip from the police station to the, to, to the courthouse. Back to my parents' house. We got to my parents' house, and we were there for like an hour. And I remember being upstairs in my bedroom. I was like playing video games, getting ready to go to bed. The doorbell rings. And my mom's like, yo, Pat, did, what, what are you doing now? And I was like, what are you talking about, Mom? I haven't been here. I didn't do anything. She said, there's a police officer at the door. She opens the door, and he, she's... He said to my mom, we have an order. This is on a Friday night, mind you. We have an order to take Patrick to, I want to say it was like Mount Vernon Psychiatric Ward, which was the, the hospital connected there. Because all the others were full. Because we were close. We were, where I was, that was further away than the hospital I was expected to go to. And so my mom's confused. She's like, what are you talking about? Blase Blonde. like, yeah, this guy pushed through. And we have to take him. Like, legally, we, if he's here, we have to take him now. Like, you can't. And my dad's like, no, we, we called that off. And he's like, it's too late. The paperwork's been processed. We have to take him. And because it's a Friday, you guys, you, you know, you get in front of the judge, you tell him the story that you, you, you know what I'm saying, you retracted it, you didn't want to do blah, blah, blah. And most likely to let him go. And, and so they were like, but that won't happen until Monday because it's Friday and that's when the court's opening it. So I had it, no matter what, I was going to. And at that point, the hospital I ended up in, because whatever reason, all the psych wars, I remember they were all full in the area. So I had to go to this one, and it, I couldn't be in a juvenile one. So I was putting an adult psych ward over the weekend. At 14. Yeah, and that shit was fucking wild, man. Like, it's, like even for researching this, some of the shit I heard about, like, people screaming all night, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, there was this old lady that thought her was her son. Like, I mean, old lady that was fucking, like, I had adolescent problems and anger, and you know what I'm saying? I was mixed in drugs and lots of fucked up shit. But I don't know. I didn't belong there. I mean, like, right. I did not fucking, and I was like, yeah, these yeah. people are really, like, that made me, like, I used to be like, you know, like, a motherfucker will fight me, I'm crazy. I was like, oh, motherfuckers are really crazy. Right, like, there, like, there's there's people separate, that are fucking, a... like, like, shitting in their hands and smearing on the walls fucking crazy. There's right. crazy motherfuckers out there. And it, I think it was you, cool. You guys don't do that, really? <laughs> <laughs> I stopped. <laughs> I do from time to time. Just to reminisce. But it was cool because at that point I smoked cigarettes. I haven't smoked fucking probably, like, I don't even know, two decades. But, so, and we could smoke cigarettes there and... You know, it was, I don't know, it, it was an interesting experience. Except, while I slept at night, I didn't know if it was dream the first night. I had a dream that someone was coming in and injecting me with something. And then it happened again the, the second night. And then, I can't wait to tell the story. And then it happened again the third night. And I had court, like I had to get up really early for court the next morning. And I don't, I guess, I don't remember going to court. My parents told me I was drooling on myself. I was slurring. Like, I was fucked up. Like, not, my mom was like, that was not you. And we know you didn't do that to yourself. You, like, my mom, I don't remember any of this. 
I got. I mean, how could you have done it to yourself? You're inside. Of that's it. why my mom knew I didn't do it to myself. Yeah. Like, I know you weren't doing drugs. You were locked up. We had you on. You know what I'm saying? You weren't. If it wasn't prescribed to you, there's no way you're getting it. And I told my mom. I said, and this was like, let me get through the story first. So, so my parents tell me they were attracted to this, the whatever. There's a psych hole, and the judge says, "Well, look at the condition this young man's in. I can't let him go with you. So we have to, we have to commit him, I guess, to, to." Uh, have him evaluated by I had to go to an evaluation but they put me straight into I think it was Woodbury or Woodburn Mental Institution it was in Northern Virginia and I think the first thing was like I had to do like a two month program but like I, I lost lost the word again but so I go so they take me there from court I don't remember any of this and when I get to the mental hospital it's like my second or third day there and I and like like I, I'm introducing myself for the first time to people and they were like oh Pat what's up Pat Pat you alright man you okay now I'm like what the fuck are y'all talking about like what the fuck are y'all talking about like man are you joking I was like no like dude you've been running around pulling down your pants you've been saying there's worms in the water you've been like it seemed like you've been like you're a completely different person now when I was introducing my Patrick you know what I'm saying I just got the, and, and then they're like it's not Monday it's Wednesday and I was like, what? You lost five days? No, I think I lost, like, I think it was, like, two days. I think it was, like, only Monday to Wednesday. But, like, because I, re I remember, that's interesting. I don't really remember much of the second days at the first mental hospital. But I remember them coming in and injecting me. It was in the middle of the night, all three times. And my parents knew it. And, like, my mom even found, like, because when, when I came to, she already knew when I came to at the second mental hospital on the Wednesday, she was like, yo, look at your arm. I was like, yeah, it hurts. She's like, hey, someone was shooting with you, stuff like injecting, like you were deaf. Did you have an IV? And I was like, no, I don't have an IV. Uh, just to set the the stage a little bit better, what year approximately would this have been in? This is what late '90s, early 2000s, say like 2001, 2000. Around 2000, around 2000, because it was it was around 2000. So at the beginning of the 2000s, yeah. and I want you to continue. I just I no, think no, no, that good, 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 to yeah. offer a little bit of perspective. To, it's, I'm probably not doing a good job of telling the story. No, so, no, and I, I don't want to interrupt you too much because no, I, want, I want to make sure you get through it. No, you're good. I'm, good I'm just curious, like, time to... Because I'm trying to put myself, like... I, I'd like to better understand, first of all, what circumstances a parent would need to be in, not to cast judgment on anybody, mm. but to say that a mental hold is the thing that is required. Man, my parents tried everything. I was so defiant. And so, and like looking back now, like I'm, you know, having four kids, being a parent myself, I don't even know how I got to that place. Right. My, you know, I don't, I don't know. But either way, I was very, def like when I say defiant, it's to a level that I hope no one ever understands. And, and I just, I, I think my mom, my mom and dad tried literally everything. Like yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. But it's not to judge them or to say whether they and I was involved right with, or wrong. I was involved with bad shit. So you go, you're in now for three, five days. It's on a Wednesday. You've mm -hmm. lost time. What's going on now? So they're telling me, you know, and then as they're explaining what I was running around saying, like, I feel like pieces came back to me and I was like, fuck, dude, it's like I've been tripping. And I said that to my, my mom came to visit me like that. They were like, yo, Pat's back to being himself now. My mom came and she was like, I remember she's like crying. She's like, I didn't know if you were ever going to come. Like, you were fucked up. You've been fucked up. And so she, 
she, we start talking about what happened, blah, 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 and I, I don't know whatever happened with it. We always talked about a lawsuit. So I know my parents would leave me, which is kind of important, at least to me, when yeah. I think about this story, because yeah. where we were at, where our relationship was at that time and everything I was going through, it was weird to be... It was Yeah. Yeah. Was and like, all, like, I was like, oh, good, they believe me, because it, it seemed so fucking wild. Even, like, I'm doubting myself. Like, what the fuck is going on? But hearing all the kids tell me, running around my pants down, like, I would never do some shit like that. Run around, like, telling, like, the, the worms on me, and, like, people were, like, when I walk in the halls, like, people were scared of me, and I smiled at them, and they'd be, like, they look so odd. They're, like, what the fuck is going on? They really thought I was crazy, and I was, like, and then, I, that obviously, I never got injected with any shit at that mental hospital, so they never saw that again. They're, like, oh, this is the real you. As time went on, and, like, that shit, you were, that was, something was going on. Like, everybody right. there was, like, something was fucking going on. But other than that, I mean, then at that, that point, you know, that's the crazy part of it. At that mental hospital was all right. We, we watched movies. Uh, it's the first time I went to NA and AA, and there was, I, I don't know, I feel it was beneficial. I met a motherfucker that, this kid, Brian, uh, he liked rap music and he wanted to learn how to rap, and he used to staple himself in his fucking veins in his arms, and he was younger than me. And, like, I remember he, like, he found me on AIM. I mean, it shows how old I am, like, years later. <laughs> I was like, dude, you saved my life. Because like, we were roommates at like the first two weeks I was in the hospital. He's like, dude, you saved my life. Like, I fucking write poetry and all that. And I was like, dude, that's fucking dope, dude. So the, the adolescent, I don't know. I feel like that was way better than the actual psych ward that I was first put in. I don't know. That's my experience with it. In, I mean, damn, in, a, dude. in a nutshell. I, do, you, do you have any perceptions of why they medicated you at the first one? Or you think it was... I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Neither do my parents. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I wonder if it's like, do they do that to just common to, practice? Yeah, yeah. Or is it to keep their numbers up so they can get incentives? Or I don't know if that's a thing. And they. I mean, that was definitely where my mind went at first. It was very weird. Like I remember the nurse being like, "Just go back to sleep," as she's like shooting shit into me. I remember that, and I, I remember that very so fucking vividly. And I feel like a crazy person even saying it. I can't believe I'm fucking saying it. I, I can't believe I'm saying it now here well i mean it's an important thing to process dude and to get out because i mean here's the thing like what so what i the little bit of research (laughs) that i have done in the past not even related to us discussing this topic is i live in stanton stanton virginia well outside of stanton virginia and in stanton there's a place called the djarnett center and djarnett he was a, a doctor he was a i believe psychiatrist back in the late 20s into the 30s and 40s and so he had a specifically uh, facility for adults for it was a uh, a insane asylum at the time labeled such he had that for a while something happened he ended up switching and doing it for adolescents so it was a it was a uh, a mental you know facility real, real, real rehabilitation, rehabilitation center <laughs> for, for young, for, young for, yeah, yeah for adolescents yeah. Um, so 18 and below yes All right. so the thing was that he um, believed in sterilization. So at the time, in the 30s, the belief was that... If that was legal in Virginia. A hundred percent. Yeah. And so the, the belief whoa, 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 whoa. was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The belief was that these uh, these issues yeah. were... Genetic. Genetic. Yeah. And so you need to stop that. And so what was discovered after, you know, after time has passed is that the these facilities, not just adolescents, for all these places... 
were the undesirables. So you could have people that literally, you know, bipolar and, and things that at the time we didn't have the vocabulary for that yeah. had mental issues, but you also had poor people, yeah. poor of any color, yeah. black and brown people. Well, not very many brown people in, in the area at that time, but African-Americans were being housed there. Uh, if the jails were too full, they would take them from the jails and put them into the mental facilities. Mm -hmm. um, and so it, it, is a, it is a thing that we have a pretty significant tradition in sort of utilizing as a secondary piece to the criminal justice well, system. It's like, it's and so that's what's so interesting about your situation is that it still seems like that's occurring at least up until the 2000s where you have a person that has you know, certain tendencies or characteristics they're not living the best life, mm. but instead of, you know, instead of there being an option to rehabilitate or to do something proper for the person, you put them into these mental facilities. Um, but yeah, the Dijonet Center for that is wild because he did forced sterilization on like hundreds of kids and he was, uh, he was quoted by Hitler, Dijonet, the guy from Stanton, mm. was quoted by Hitler. Uh, about his sterilization project and how important it was because Virginia had labeled Dijarnet as like really? man of the year in like 1935. Was he from Guatemala? <laughs> no, oh. no, somehow he missed that. We did our own different sterilization. Well, the Spaniards <laughs> did it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a shots fired. <laughs> it's, uh, I think it's, that's inaccurate. I'm, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> you have proof of that you, you, we didn't do the sterilization. Sterilized properly. Uh, um, fingers crossed from now forward. How do you feel about sterilization for you now? Um, I wish that's what they were injecting me with. <laughs> <laughs> At the mental hospital. <laughs> then I would want to, they, I'd give them money. So, um, okay, so once you get out, you said you haven't discussed how, it. How does that process work? How how were you eventually released? What I was, man, I was. Even was man, it a, what, did it take a court order or a doctor uh, referral? I, yeah, there was definitely like an access process. I had to like get an interview. It was real weird. Once I got to adolescence place, my parents were more involved, but I still had to like there were still guidelines, as far as I remember. And I remember at first I got like I got to get out for like a lunch. It was over Thanksgiving, which is also my birthday, and I got to like be home for a day. Then it was a day and a night. Then like a week. And then it was like a slow process getting out. And my parents said they felt safe me coming back at home. And then there was an evaluation with one of the doctors or maybe multiple doctors. And like, yeah, whole write up on me. And then I got out. Yeah, so. It was a four month process in total. It might have been, again, I don't know if it was three, four. I don't it, it was a while. I was so fucked up. I, I, between drugs and then going through that, I know it sounds crazy, but it's like a blur and not a blur. What was it? I also think now, talking about it now, like, I think I've blocked out so much about it. Like, I've, I, I can't fucking believe, like, yeah, I can't fucking believe I've talked about it, but. You've never processed it. It happened, and then you just, just continued to live just, life. Yeah, push well, it away. Like, it, it probably. I mean, that's probably what most people do. That's, I know, what most people do as far as any bad situation. Which real weird, and I know the memories. It's what I hear, I mean, I mean, I haven't had personal experience with it, but I, I hear a lot of, like, yeah, seriously bad traumatic events end up getting just 
Yeah, I never think of it, but like I've never brick it, brick wall it, and just I've never thought of it as a traumatic event. And now yeah. sitting here talking about, it, I was like, that shit was fucked up. And I remember being real mad when I first got out and came to, and all the people in the hospital thinking I was crazy. And I remember like, yo, what the fuck? Like, who did what to me? Because right. I put myself through hell, but I didn't do this. And that's what I was about to say. I know the memory is fickle. And I'm sure I've changed things in my brain. Sure. But, but I have such. I don't have a lot of vivid memories in my life, since, especially before my kids were born. I think I'm trying to be more with it and take moments to remember with the kids. But before the kids, I hardly remember anything. But there's so much about, like, or like snapshots in that that in that time frame of time that I absolutely remember. Yeah. Like I remember that fucking nurse coming three nights in a row and rejecting me. I remember, I remember even coming to at the second hospital. It was like I was. It was like coming off of a trip, and it was like what. Where am I? I'm in a different place. Where all these people, and then the kids start explaining to me like, "Yeah, who are you? What, the, like, what'd you do to do that's been here going crazy?" I'm like, "Going crazy." Like, I remember all that so vividly, and my memory seems to have blocked out so much more. It's just weird. Well, I mean, it it, it has to be something that has had an impact on you up to today. I mean, even if you're blocking it out, those formative years, those. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Oh, shit. That ain't even half the shit that's happening. But, yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, but specifically for this issue, it's something it, that, like, it's impossible that it didn't imprint upon you significantly. Something. Yeah. yeah. And create certain behavioral responses, engagements, those sorts of things today. That's interesting. You're probably right. I'm sure you're right. That's and I mean, interesting. And the other thing is, like, bro, okay, so you know my son. My son is 13. He'll be 14 at the end of the year like you were his age you've met him and seen him he's a kid oh that's weird and so i mean you that need is to, fucking weird you need to offer yourself some grace dude like and you need to offer yourself probably like one of the things because i'm you know i i never had that experience and it wasn't until my 30s that i got into my rehabilitation and coming out of my addiction but like one of the things that i've tried to figure out or understand better is relating to the person that I was when those memories occurred. Like being the person to them that I would want in my life. So when I think about the trauma that happened when I was 13 and 14 and 15, same years, I try to to offer myself the same kindness that I would give my son Let me ask you something. Do you feel that you've even without knowing that, do you feel you've become that person? That can offer, like, you said, be the person you would want to, like, I have become, which is weird, because I don't even, I speak poorly about myself at every fucking turn, but I've become the person that I wish was there for me <laughs> without even knowing it. And, like, and, and don't, like, I still have my fucking flaws, and I still have my vices, but it's, it's to hear you say, it's like, yo, I fucking became that person without even... Like subconscious, like it's weird. I'm, not, I'm not a parent, but I mean, isn't that what most parents go through? I mean, I would think it was like, I went through all this, I don't want my. Oh, absolutely. The, the, like, absolutely. these are the bullet points. 
Absolutely. I don't want my kid to go through this or this or this or this. I, I'm going to do what I can absolutely. to not necessarily expose them to those situations. I don't, I don't think that that's inherent. Like, I'm not going to call the cops and have them arrested and take them as hospital. I just, I think that... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that depends. Depends how bad it gets. Declan, Declan De- was, <laughs> today. He's fucking on the line tonight. He's only two, but he was right fucking there. No doubt. I mean, I think that that is... I think it really is a person-to-person thing. Yeah. Um, I think that many of our traits that we have are cultivated as, as, we, as we move. Yeah. Um, and so when what you said, it's funny because a friend of mine sent me this thing because, you know, it's the Internet and the Internet's wonderful or terrible, but well, it was it's, like... It's all those things. Right yeah, now, yeah. you're the person that you needed when you were a kid. And like that, like... That hit me in such a way, like, that is, that's but, what I want to be. But it's interesting because that's true for you, because I know you, and that's true for me. And Brad's a good man and wasn't always perfect. But I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that that's not their experience. No, but absolutely. I, honestly, at the same time, yes, I would be a, a good person to talk to myself, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Uh-huh. But 16-year-old me, 18-year-old me, 21-year-old me would still not be listening. To oh. oh, sure. Without a yeah. doubt. But it's not about... But I could fuck little me up right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not about changing that person. That person yeah. was necessary to create this person. What I'm talking about is offering ourselves forgiveness. Because I'll tell you that for most of my life, after the traumatic events occurred, is the, if I thought back to it, it was me belittling belittling myself in some way or another and not being kind. That happened, man up, this is the thing, you could have done better. It was an aggressive perspective that I had on myself. None of that matters. That time has passed. But did you yeah, think of it? Did you view it? I never viewed any of this as trauma. Like, it was just life. I didn't realize that until more recently. And I am hesitant into the word trauma because it gets used Ugh. ugly. Yeah, but it's almost even, a blanket term now. Yes. For so many yes. But, I, but you're, it's but, actual. What you're talking about is like actual but, fucking like... Because like, I, like, I can't stress you. Like I'm sitting here as y'all talking. I'm listening. I'm trying to be present. But it's also like, I fucking can't believe I just talked about yeah. that. Until You're point. also still processing yeah. the whole thing. Right? Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't fucking... And not even by design. It was just like, it's not like I'm ashamed of it. It's not something I want to hide. I don't, it's not any... I don't even know why I haven't talked about it. But as I'm talking, I'm like, holy fuck, I haven't heard this story. Except in my head. So <laughs> that's... Right. So for me, it's been shame. For me, you know, for me to talk about, you know alcoholism or for me to talk about you know just different things that i've had in my life and even right now i'm doing it it's it's a shame thing it's it's been in my head for so long that you just got to man up like you know you're which is such a you know we understand that that's a wrong way to look at life now yeah is it <laughs> but like that has been my thing and that's and been I am, my whole upbringing <laughs> it's like and that's my I live my life by that exactly and i have yeah. As well, but I I want you can to, be thirty or four. I want to, <laughs> I want to try to live a life that allows that this the time and energy that I've spent in my head judging and qualifying and passing shame 
Like no one else experiences it. Exactly. No one else experiences it. It's me. I torture myself. You're just burning yourself. That's it. And so what I'm saying is if there's any other person. MP. To help me with that. (laughs) If there's any other person (laughs) that's in a similar situation that they have been in that feedback loop of like when you revisit a memory, it's more negative commentary and more, you know, just harboring on those negative things that offering space of forgiveness and an opportunity to, to, to move out of that is going to give me the ability to spend my mental energy and time on positive things, on things that are going to be beneficial to me and to the people I care about. It's a sense of selfishness for me to be selfless for other people. Like that's right. been my thing that I really believe. Right. So the hook for the whole thing is that you need to forgive yourself. Right. But at the same time, you need to actively work on improving your situation and yes. in regards to whatever. Oh, for sure. Whatever. And, that, and that's yeah. important, right? Because it, it, it is really just this crunchy, like, oh, when, just when be it, nice when to it yourself. Comes, when it comes to, yeah, that, that mental battle with yourself. The th- it is work, bro. It is a everyday wake up and, and have intention to make things better. But your experience and what you're talking about, I think, is different than mine. Like in, not, in this aspect, because, I mean, he was... Also, again... Now, I, what led to you maybe being put in that And you know what? So maybe it's not that different, because I should... I am angry, even if... I'm sure if we... I'm sure... I was angry at the way I treated my parents. Right. So maybe you are right. I need to free myself for that shit. And yeah. like, but again, like as far as like, I never, I've never even thought about that whole experience until right fucking now. Yeah. So, so I don't know hearing you say, but like I guess like Brad said, I think I'm still processing it. So I'm like, oh. but yeah, I do. Yeah, you are right. I do have to free myself for that shit. And I probably never will. That's why I still talk poorly about myself. I think, and you know, we joked a lot about the asylum thing. Mm-hmm. And we've joked a lot about the topics and whatnot, but I do think, like, I, I mean, I, I love you. Well, this, like, you are you are my brother. I love you and too. like, the thing is, is that when you, when you were the first one to bring up topics, and the first topic was the asylum. That's thing. so interesting. That's fucking interesting. That says yeah. a lot about what, what I mean. Just hearing you and yeah. the fact that because you because just, also when when I picked this, I never thought we would talk about. I didn't even think it would be brought up. I remember him clearly saying, like, upstairs in the kitchen, and he's like, we're not talking about it. Yeah. We're not talking so about it. So I truly like, assume, like all his, all the all the bullet points that he has, <laughs> all the bullet points he has have nothing to do with like his experience. It's like the history of of, of asylum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the purpose of the podcast is that we don't know fuck all. Like the only thing that yeah. we do know are our experiences, and so right. the things that we can relate to are what we know. Yeah. yeah. And but what I'm yeah. saying is that it offers me a lot of insight when you're like. This is the topic I want to talk about. But maybe subconsciously, that's what you that's just... That's exactly. Yeah, yeah. You, this you is your to, way to... You, you need, need to get to that get off there. your chest. You need to get there. You need to share it. Damn. This is like therapy. Yeah. Yes. This is podcast this therapy. This is therapy. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's... So when you, when you guys asked me about this, my only intention was to come here and feel better for myself. Like, that's it. Like, I just... I, this is my therapy to be around people that I enjoy being around to be able to talk about whatever Soon the fuck it is. Soon the LP's life sucks, so how my life feel? Now I feel better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
because was, yeah. clearly yeah. you're fucked up going to a crazy house at yeah. 14. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I was better. Yeah. Yeah. I was only homeless. You were in a crazy house. Yeah, I was homeless. And you're homeless. much older than me. So that was like, I'm like, like I was two months old. Baby. I'm two months old. Baby. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're, you're not. Your birthday's the 22nd of every month, 25th. Yeah, oh, motherfucker, wow. with different birth years. You know what? We're also a social. <laughs> it is. 226. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, man. I, I think that an opportunity to, to dig into that and, and, and to give you the space to talk about it. And it's impossible that someone won't relate to your vulnerability in that. And it doesn't have to be the same situation. Well, right, it's now, the vulnerability. right now, I feel like a little bitch. Well, you're you, always you, a little you bitch. You say <laughs> vulnerability. Yes. I feel like a little bitch. I'm like, yeah. why the fuck did I say yeah. this shit? Yeah. Our group no. text is going to be me sending you a lot of memes about you being a little bitch. <laughs> <It's> crazy, <laughs> people. crazy little bitch. Crazy little bitch. Good, 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 good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that we should probably. No, but I appreciate you uh, sharing that, brother. I appreciate y'all listening. Yeah. I'm going to fuck you up. So I guess all these notes are for nothing. Did you want to go through them? I, I know, I, know I, have one question. Question. I have one question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I I mean, you we can go through at least one. Important question. <laughs> we can go through at least wait, one. Wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I want to go. Actually, let, I want to do this. This is important. So we're going to go through a couple top, a couple um, facts. Are these facts? Is that it's what this just, is? Did you, well, did, you get this, facts, did you get this from cited websites? Are they, like, is, are these official did you, facts? Did past, you know that originally asylums were, like, you got Fun, funded by no. <laughs> <laughs> were originally funded by the wealthy, and they were like they were like little utopia towns, like big lavish gardens, Ooh. huge architectural. Yeah, that's like, why they all look so beautiful. You ever see all that? Because they like originally, it is what it's kind. It's kind of coming full circle now. Originally, it was intended that you would go there to actually be in nature, kind of find yourself and be reintroduced back into society. So it was never meant to do. be like, we're going to drug you up and, uh, and... Well, if you're on enough drugs, won't it look like that to you? Now, it, that's how it is. Yeah. 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 No, but when it changed, like people but, like... Uh, yeah, and then they started getting overwhelmed with, uh, with clients. Which, yeah. Yeah. So then it started becoming government funded. And once right. it became government funded, then it also, they took oh on God. more and more. Are you just circling more. now back to it's being government funded? Like this. No. Don't trail it was me. Like this, <laughs> it was just like this, uh, yeah, just this downward spiral. And it got to the point where they were lobotomizing people. They were forced No, but like there was a wife put in because like her husband, she practiced a different religion than her husband. They put a kid in there because he touched himself too much. Like... Like jerked off too much, and the mom said like it was un- like out of control, uncontrollable. So they put him in the hospital. What never- was he doing at home? Like, was he just walking around? Like, I mean, oh. if you're just in the middle well, of well, the dinner, when I read that, wasn't there was a like- TV show where there was like a chronic masturbator, and they like cut off all his fingers except for two, something? Oh, but he could still. If you have- I, I mean, think, I I think he could still do it, but I think he was like also a, an accountant, so they wanted to make sure that he could. Still- he was a kid that was an accountant. No, he was, was he an a adult. genius? He was an adult. Oh. <laughs> Did, did yeah, you what have, movie is that? Did you have an issue with know. chronic masturbation? Have. Fair. Oh, well, that's, but, that uh, explains everything. I want to get to the topic. I was thinking when I heard that. I was like, I would but, be... Uh, be but now they're slowly becoming more and more like they were originally intended. It's uh, kind of like holy coming crap. back around. 
Henry Frazier, 1883, was sent to a mental institution in New Orleans because his mother said he played with himself uh -huh. to the point of complete exhaustion. That's why I play with myself. I'm trying to get touch <laughs> trying to go to sleep. sleep. You have to be in so the you belong in a mental hospital. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Is, isn't there some kind of like chemical release in your brain for for men anyway? Oxytocin? Like after you after is? you climax, that makes you like sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. So when you say so climax, climax, that's like a sleeping pill. It's when like, when you say climax, what do you mean? I mean like ejaculate. Yeah. Uh, like I just wanted to see how scientific. Come all over your wife, make babies, uh, whatever. In 1904, ah, only 27.8% of asylum patients in Long the U.S. Time. had been institutionalized for a year or less. The vast majority are or long-term cases. Were long-term long cases. Long cases. That one makes so, sense. It, no, so people, most of them were there for more than a year. Yep. That's fucking wild. So they weren't getting a whole lot of new people. So they weren't fixing that. people. Well, I mean, why? Because then you have money if Correct. they stay there. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right, treatment types. This is fun. That, but that's kind of also what I want, my, my question with was, what do you think they think were about with me. all that I stuff tell, No. I can tell by the way you're no. smiling. Like this I'm getting there. No, no, no. I want to do a game. Okay? okay. We're going to do a guessing game. All right. I want you... There's one, two, three... There's four I wish I had a little puppet types. on a fucking trike right now. There's four treatment types. Roll in the bill. That they were doing, I guess, I don't know, at some point in the 18 or 1900s. I don't, it doesn't specify. The, good job, P. Uh, I want you to guess a kind of treatment type it, for the crazy people. It's right around 1900s. Right around 1900s. Maybe. I feel really bad because Just name this anything. list has been sitting here for a while. And you don't look at it at all. <laughs> Not at all. He's like, oh, fucking give, stupid. Give me just one. Some fucking idiot took notes. The, uh, like, the spinning wheel thing. Oh, he did read it. It's the first one. I know. I told <laughs> High speed spinning wheel. Yeah. Harnessing patient and swinging them. Like violently. Well, that's a, Oh, no, yeah. We like, should put violently like, in here. Like swinging them. Like, wee. No, like this nice yeah, little, like, like swinging. <laughs> you have to elaborate. How do you violently swing somebody? Branding patients with a hot iron. I want to be branded. Like, I've got a lot of tattoos. I want to. I don't think they were doing much. It was like, what do you want now? Oh, they want to take a request. Um, like, shut up. lobotomies and electroshock therapy. Okay, this is interesting, and I think that, that I think that was some of the most popular stuff. Yeah. Well, lobotomies. what's interesting, and I'd like to maybe in a, in a future episode bring somebody in to talk about it. Apparently, electroshock therapy is something that's still being utilized, mm -hmm. and it's something that's utilized with great success. I had electroshock therapy for physical therapy when I had. Uh, Crushed my meniscus in my knee. Yeah, but that was on a muscle, not your brain. So I think that's a little different. He's, he's, the brain's sure. a muscle, isn't it? it uh, it's an organ. Organ. Yeah. yeah. Largest, largest or organ, right? Largest? Maybe. No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but but the, <laughs> the electroshock <laughs> therapy apparently is still being utilized and with like yeah. great success. Um, but it's for like severe issues, like severe bipolar, right. severe schizophrenia. Now I've heard of. Uh, I don't think lobotomies are though. I think that's a little bit. No, no, I think that's uh, all but been. Yeah, like, like, not a good idea. Yeah, totally. Did that happen to you when? Is that? Well, that explains. Who knows? All I'm that. missing a few days. I guess you are. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, have you seen that? I do feel stupid. Does your Does your back door still? Still Not fully closed. <laughs> well, that was on my butthole. Yeah, it doesn't have a close. Since you were fourteen, 
Well, yeah, explain. Problem solved. Mystery solved. Now we know. Now you know. That's why your farts sound like. <laughs> I like how we all tuned in. We we can't get an intro right with our name, but we can all get a oh an fuck. unobstructed fart noise. Yes. <laughs> all right. So I no. think I think I, I did a couple of facts. Do you want to go ahead and wrap it up with <laughs> with your with your key fact? <laughs> I just want to honor the time and effort that you put into this very detailed it's more, fact list. It's more of a question than a fact. Oh, it's a question. So everything else are facts, except for the last part. I was falling asleep. I was a little bit. <laughs> no, we don't need to qualify it. It's fine. All right. So the question is. Yes, we're ready. Hold on. Are you ready, Brad? I'm, Let's get it. I'm not. Yeah. Give it to us. Let's do it. Have you all ever seen Shutter Island? <laughs> <laughs> I think we ended that. <laughs>